0: Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. This is episode number
1: 25. Wow, that's a lot.
0: That's almost a quarter of a century worth of podcast episode in dog years.
1: (laughs) I was thinking like quarter of a century, but not really. It's like more like quarter of a year. I guess almost half a year.
0: I guess in dog years, it'd be more like our 5,000th episode though, right?
1: I think so. I don't know how that works.
0: Yeah. So you can find us online at ScarySavannahAndBeyond.com. You can find us on all social media platforms. Just look for the user at Scary Savannah. Please check out our merch store to find the latest and greatest fashions with our logo on it, right?
1: And coffee mugs.
0: Coffee mugs with coffee on it. (laughs) Coffee the dog, that is. Don't forget to enter our April merchandise giveaway. We'll give you more details at the end of the episode on how to do that. And we would really like to ask you, if you would, please go and leave us a review on your podcast player of choice. And to tell you what, if you go do that for us, we will mail you a sticker absolutely free. Just go do it. Go to our website. Go to our contact form. Just send us a message saying, I reviewed your podcast. Give us your address and we'll mail it right to you, right?
1: Yeah, if it's a good review. <laughs> if it's a bad review. Yeah. We're I'm, not going to give you a sticker if you yeah, don't give us not a good review. A
0: sticker, but I might mail you something. <laughs> So go check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube, search for Scary Savannah and Beyond, and you can see how amazing we look today.
1: I like that shirt.
0: It is pretty cool. I love Goosebumps.
1: The movie or the books or both?
0: I didn't know it had a movie.
1: We saw it with Jack Black.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know. Did you like that movie?
1: Uh, It was pretty good.
0: That wasn't great.
1: I mean, it was a nice family movie. The kids were little, so. Yeah.
0: It was so forgettable, I forgot it existed. <laughs> you
1: forgot it existed. I like the
0: TV show, though. Yeah. It was pretty good. Don't forget to buy my beautiful co-host some coffee. You look at the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, you'll see the little icon looks like. Go there. You can leave that for her. So, Crystal, how have you been this week?
1: I've been good. I finally had a day off this week, and I've had you doing some uh, things around the house.
0: I haven't burnt anything down yet. Not yet. But there's still time. I don't think you're working tomorrow. I'm
1: not, so I got more stuff on my honey do list.
0: Oh yeah, I know. I changed out a light fixture, and then I changed out.
1: Did you see that gigantic list I have on the on the on the couch?
0: Well, I have a day job, you know. (laughs) Not at night. Not at night. That's the time I do podcast work. Okay. Podcasting work. Yeah.
1: Well, you can do a couple things.
0: So. Crystal was so excited by my story last week that she decided to let me pick another one, right?
1: I don't know what I was thinking.
0: You were thinking?
1: I was thinking I was busy working, but...
0: You... know <laughs> What you were thinking was that I was so awesome in my cowboy hat last week that surely I would do something partially as cool this week, right?
1: That's exactly what I was thinking.
0: Well, guess what? What? We're talking about haunted ships this week.
1: Pirate ships?
0: No. Not at all.
1: Okay, I'm writing next group.
0: Yeah, I bet you are.
1: I am. I've already started.
0: I figured that right we, now. Live so, <laughs> we live so close to the ocean, it only made sense to talk about haunted boats. I mean, ships.
1: Oh, what sense does that outfit make?
0: Um, I don't know. It just felt appropriate.
1: You just like to put on eyeliner, I think.
0: i I hate it can't you see how poorly it's applied
1: (laughs) okay so i guess it sounds like a good idea
0: well even a blind pig finds an acorn once in a while
1: what does that mean
0: well i heard some old guy say that at a gas station one time and i assumed that it applied here too
1: what wisdom can we get started
0: does a cat have a climbing gear Now, I learned that one from my dad, but it wasn't at a gas station.
1: I have heard that one a time or two from him.
0: (laughs) So, our first story is going to be about the gray ghost or the RMS Queen Mary.
1: Sounds fancy. I like fancy.
0: I know you do. And this particular ship has been voted as one of the top 10 most haunted places in America by Time Magazine.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, the RMS Queen Mary. Hmm. It's a ship that is a retired British ocean liner. She had her maiden voyage in
1: 1936.
0: She's an old girl. Yeah, she's old, crusty, (laughs) rusty doe. And haunted. And haunted, because why not? She was built by the infamous White Star Line, the same line that built the infamous Titanic Ocean liner.
1: How'd they stay in business after that?
0: I guess they figured, you know, hey, you know, every once in a while you lose one. When one, <laughs> Just you lose a one. a little
1: one. It's no big one. deal. one, you
0: lose one, you know. <laughs> in the 1930s, this ship was the end-all, be-all of luxury cruise ships. Mm. She had a host of famous and notable people gracing her decks, including the likes of Clark Gable, Winston Churchill, and Greta Garbo.
1: I I'd have no
0: idea who Greta Garbo is.
1: Who's a famous actress? I know that
0: much. Do you know a single movie that she was in?
1: I don't know, but I know she was in that Madonna song. Wasn't she?
0: I don't know. I didn't know. Maybe to that Madonna was Betty songs. Grable,
1: I don't know. <laughs> Some old person.
0: <laughs> so the liner featured two indoor swimming pools, beauty salons, libraries, and children's nurseries for all three classes. Wow. A music studio and lecture hall. Telephone connectivity to anywhere in the world. Wow. Out- like
1: modern day, like it's like Wi-Fi.
0: I know. How did, how did that even work? I don't even know. Yeah. Magic. Outdoor paddle tennis courts and even dog kennels.
1: Wow, you could take your dog?
0: Yeah, apparently. Cool. In World War II, she was painted gray and redubbed the Gray Ghost and would ferry soldiers to the front lines.
1: That just sounds ominous. Like, it why does. would you name a ship Gray Ghost?
0: Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. After the war, she was refitted for passenger service. And along with the Queen Elizabeth, commenced the two-ship transatlantic passenger service for which the two ships were initially built. They dominated the transatlantic passenger transportation until the dawn of the jet age in the late 1950s, those blasted jets.
1: Come fly with me.
0: By the mid-1960s, Queen Mary was aging and was even operating at a loss. She was officially retired from service in 1967. She left Southampton for the last time on, appropriately enough, Halloween of 1967 Hmm. and sailed to the port of Long Beach, California, where she was permanently moored and more likely than not featured in multiple death row rapper videos. Is that true? That's pure conjecture on my part. (laughs) But they're always talking about Long Beach. Was that so? Him? Is
1: that the only thing you know about Long Beach?
0: Or were they talking about Compton? That was Compton. Are they like at war? I with don't each other? know
1: anything about geography in. I might uh, be totally In California, wrong. I don't know what's in Northern California. The only thing
0: I know about California is that they have a bunch of places that make bass guitars and electric guitars. Really, like Fender, Ernie Ball, some other third. They also
1: have a lot of serial killers.
0: Well, that's great for our show. Yeah. You asked about this. Mm -hmm. Regarding her World War II service, she was painted navy gray.
1: What is navy gray?
0: It's a color they paint things in the navy. You know, like the ships are gray. Like, you know, the the uniforms are not gray, but I just assumed (laughs) that, you know, that's what they call them. So, this new paint job and her great speed earned her the nickname Gray Ghost.
1: So, ghosts move fast. Apparently. Mm-hmm.
0: All of her furnishings were removed and put into storage during the war, and it was retrofitted with bunks for soldiers. She could carry as many as 15,000 troops in a single voyage and could even travel out of convoy and without escort, which is a pretty big deal, which means they're not scared of being attacked by mm-hmm. Germans. Her high speed and zigzagging courses made it virtually impossible for German U-boats to catch her. So she's basically like the NASCAR of boats from <laughs> World War II. And
1: you should have worn that NASCAR jacket you had on earlier. It's the
0: Miller High Life, baby.
1: Wasn't it a racing jacket?
0: It was. It's Miller Racing. We yeah. bought it at a Goodwill.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looked $5. Pretty
0: cool. Yeah. made in america though i love it made in america one thing that happened to it that would have absolutely terrified me was that it encountered a rogue wave oh
1: my gosh really
0: you know that's one of my greatest i fears. know
1: we went on a cruise that you were like terrified the whole time and I'm like you look out the window in our uh cabin and you're like looking at the ocean uh, and i'm like it's fine i'm
0: terrified of rogue waves and on december of 1942 while 700 miles from scotland she was hit broadside by a rogue wave that was estimated to be as tall as ninety-two feet.
1: Wow, that's almost
0: ten stories that tall. That is
1: so terrifying. Living right by the ocean, that terrifies me I know, too. I always
0: just think I'm going to look out the window and see something on the horizon. I know. Like, well, every
1: time you look out there and you say something, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's he talking like, about? It's
0: coming, and if you see a wave, it's, it's too like, late. <laughs> might as well just uh, sit down and enjoy. it. Like how
1: how high would you say we could get on our roof? Like. Thirty feet, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we're doomed.
0: Yeah, it was calculated that this wave caused the ship to roll fifty-two degrees,
1: mm. and
0: would have capsized if it had rolled another three degrees. Wow! And that is a massive ship. Yeah. So, I'm telling you, that's a lot of lot of list or whatever they call it.
1: How how does it compare to a cruise ship? You know, size wise, because that ship we were on was huge.
0: Probably smaller since it's an older ship, mm. but. I will have to verify that and maybe put it in the show notes. Okay. It was during the war that Churchill would cross the Atlantic on the Queen Mary. He was listed on the passenger manifest as Colonel Warden.
1: Oh, so he's like going incognito.
0: I don't know if maybe he just told them he wanted to be called that. Because <laughs> I know they have nicknames like the president oh, yeah. and the first lady yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, Churchill, how are you doing? <laughs> you don't call me, Churchill. You call me Colonel Warden. Of course, he was English, though, so I don't think he would have said it like that. He probably would have said it with a much more English accent, don't you think?
1: Yeah. Give us a British accent.
0: Too right. You're going to have to call me Colonel Warden.
1: That's pretty good.
0: I think that might have been Australian, though.
1: Well, if you if you add mate onto the end, that's that changes it into Australia. close
0: enough. It might be New Zealand or I don't know. Now that you know some of the history of this impressive vessel, it's time to delve into the hauntings of the ship. Oh, it's haunted too. It's of course it's haunted. Why would it be on our podcast if it's not haunted?
1: I don't know you. It's,
0: this, it's you. This can of drinks probably haunted. <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, in 2008, Time Magazine listed the Queen Mary as one of its top ten haunted places
1: in all of America. Mm-hmm. Wow, in this year, must be really in that haunted. Year. Oh, okay.
0: By far, the most haunted location on the ship is known as Stateroom B three forty. It seems it had issues predating the Queen Mary operating as a hotel, which is how it would function in its later years. Mm. In 1948, a British third-class passenger, Walter J. Adamson, died in the room, and details of his passing are unknown. In 1966, a woman staying in the room claimed that she was woken up when her covers were ripped off and she saw a man standing at the foot of her bed. Now I don't know if that's necessarily a ghost.
1: I <laughs> know, like it could be anybody. <laughs> I could have literally been
0: just a dude that was getting some ice and he just walked in the wrong door like when well, she did that on the National <laughs> well, yeah. Lampoon's vacation.
1: European vacation. <laughs> yeah.
0: In in her panic, she screamed and signaled for the steward, but as all ghosts seemed to do, the man disappeared into thin air.
1: Mm-hmm. Spooky. So he wasn't looking for ice. Maybe. He could have still been looking for ice. Maybe that used to be the ice room. It
0: could have been. Guests in this room report experiences of hearing knocking on their door in the middle of the night. And as is common with ghosts, the bathroom lights turn on and off of its own accord.
1: They seem to like to do that.
0: They do. Everywhere. Turn the lights on and off, make alarm clocks go Mm -hmm. off. Maids would reportedly complain they would find the bathroom water running, even though no one had stayed in their room for days. And one reported the bedding was removed right after she had put it on.
1: Yeah, maybe she just didn't put it on and didn't want to get in trouble.
0: Yeah, that's probably what she did. She probably just like threw stuff all over. What didn't do anything? Like, yeah, you know how it is. I cleaned this whole floor. Took me six hours. Ghost come in, ruined everything. <laughs> now it's not that I just didn't do anything. Yeah, it's the ghost. Yeah. And you believe that, right? Because we own the top 10 most haunted boats in the entire Mm. world or places, you know, close enough. You know what I'm saying? Another location on the ship that is very haunted is known as Hatch Door Number 13. This particular hatch door is located in an area known as Shaft Alley and was the scene of a horrific accident Mm. that had an unfortunate crewman crushed to death. On a night in 1966, the watertight doors in the engine and boiler rooms were ordered to be closed. Shortly thereafter, he was found crushed in the door of hatch number 13, trapped with his arms pinned to his side. That'd be a horrible way to go. So how can
1: they close a door with people in it?
0: It must be a big heavy door that maybe once it starts closing, he can't stop it. Maybe he just slipped into it or something. That's terrible. It is. They were able to free him and took him to the hospital ward, but due to the severity of his injuries. So he was still alive? Yeah. Oh, god,
1: not for
0: long. He died shortly thereafter. The ghost of this poor young man is now reported regularly in the Hatch area with people claiming they hear the sound of running behind them and whistling.
1: He seems pretty chipper for somebody that got cut in half by a hatch door.
0: Well, I didn't say it got cut in half, I just say it got crushed. Well,
1: that's the only way I can imagine it happening.
0: Yeah. The lower half runs by and the top half's like <laughs> whistling. And, yeah. Exactly. People also claim that they find spots of grease that appear to be fingerprints on their faces. Others have said they've seen the figure of a bearded man in blue coveralls that matches the description of the man who died just out of the corner. Of their eyes. Another apparition, that of an engineer, has been spotted wandering the hallways. It seems that he will ask if guests have seen his wrench. <laughs>
1: He's but, still working,
0: but then invariably disappears. Man, sort of like you if you were. a ghost. I know it's like, like
1: I have nothing to look forward to like, as a, a ghost. Just I'm be just like, going to be working be still. Like, yeah, I could fold laundry
0: forever now.
1: Yeah, I was uh, actually watching videos on how to fold washcloths and towels neatly. Post a picture like, of this. Yeah. it's
0: like a, we look like we live in a hotel now. I know everything's like a spa. Doing. It's it's nicer than and most like don't touch places. them. Don't use those. You don't you, use those. No,
1: use the old towels. You use toilet paper to wash your face. No, but
0: do Don't use the fancy toilet paper. You have guest
1: towels and you have your towels. Use
0: cardboard toilet paper that we keep under the sink for our personal use. (laughs) No. Boiler room number four.
1: I don't like the name boiler room. Doesn't it just like sound like a bad place to be?
0: You're just thinking of Freddy Krueger.
1: True, but I don't like it.
0: In this boiler room, people have reported seeing a little girl who is sometimes sucking her thumb with her doll at her side, and I know, I know this is a ghost. You would be the most excited. To I see.
1: knew, like when I heard boiler room, I was going to hate it, and then you tell me there's a ghost child in here.
0: Yeah, mm. she's sucking her thumb, and probably in the most ominous way possible. Yeah, and
1: she's wearing a little dress that's got ruffles on it and little like pigtails. Mary Jane's. She's got little, little Mary Jane shoes. Pigtails. Yeah, pigtails. We're Mary
0: Jane's those shiny shoes? Those yeah. black shiny shoes, like.
1: Well, they're kind of like what I'm wearing right now.
0: I can't see your feet. I'll just go with, okay.
1: You've seen them. You bought them. The hot chocolate.
0: Did I? Did I? Oh, yeah. I remember those. Okay. The most trustworthy report, however, comes from what's known as the Maritania Room. In 1989, two women were cleaning this room to prepare for a VIP reception they were going to be having on the ship. As they entered the room, they saw a passenger sitting on a chair in the middle of the dance floor who didn't say a word. Apparently, they didn't think it was that strange <laughs> as they just started to clean. So he must have not looked like a ghost, yeah. I guess. Later, a third lady came to help clean, but she remarked to the other two women that the passenger was staring at her and even asked her to move.
1: The audacity. The
0: audacity. It seems this was enough to get them all at least a little annoyed because maybe he was, they thought he was criticizing their work. Yeah. I don't know. As then they tried to alert security to come and assist with their situation. (laughs) But as they called for security, the passenger faded right in front of them. And all three women reported seeing this at the same time. So... That sounds like something that it would be hard to fake. Why would they all three say this? Unless maybe they all three didn't get their job done. And they said, <laughs> we started to do it. But yeah. then there was this guy in the dance He told floor. us to leave. He said, move. And yeah. I just thought that meant to stop working. Yeah. If this was in 2022, you know that they would have all three pulled out their phones, done a TikTok of it. And then there would be like some dance craze that involves a ghost on the dance yeah, and floor. And then
1: they'd all be TikTok famous and they wouldn't have to work on a ship anymore. We
0: call this the ghost twerk. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how a torque works.
1: You don't want to know.
0: Mm. Unfortunately, it seems you can't visit the hotel now. As when I went to their page to check out tickets for Stateroom B 430, you get a pop-up saying the Queen Mary Hotel is temporarily closed until further notice. Mm. When I looked it up, it seems it's in extreme need of repair before it disintegrates.
1: <laughs> that might be what's closed.
0: And as of... April of this year, 2022, it's currently under a reconstruction project that is supposed to be completed by the end of 2022. So, maybe we'll go see some ghosts then.
1: California, here we come. California love.
0: There you go.
1: That's (laughs) why you were thinking of. You are thinking of Tupac.
0: Tupac Shakur. Yeah. I ain't mad at you.
1: (laughs) So, the next ship on our tour of Haunted Vessels is located not too far from us in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. It's the USS Yorktown, and this is just across from Charleston.
0: So, it's not too far away from us.
1: Right. This Essex-class aircraft carrier was built during World War II for the United States Navy. She was commissioned in April of 1943 and actually participated in several campaigns in the Pacific Theater of Operations, and 11 battle stars, and even the presidential unit citation.
0: You know how fond I am of World War II documentaries, and you know how much, like all other things I seem to enjoy, you hate with a passion. Well, right?
1: I like battle stars because it makes me think of the game we play, Scythe, when you get the stars for winning in battle, and I just love to attack you and get the stars for that. And you that's hate that the part? dirty way to
0: yeah, play it. Yeah, you that hate that part, and I love that part. It is totally not even required. You don't have yes, to do it like but that. but it's a
1: quick way to destroy you, and I like it.
0: You're so vicious.
1: <laughs> she also served in the Korean and Vietnam Wars. Another interesting fact, she served as the recovery ship for the Apollo 8 space mission.
0: I found that highly interesting.
1: Yeah, that's one of those ones that didn't work, right? <laughs> I don't
0: know. Was Apollo 8 the one that didn't work? Oh well, that know. was Apollo 13. It
1: was. She was decommissioned in 1970, and in 1975, she became a museum ship at Patriots Point in Mount Pleasant, where she is currently moored.
0: So, apparently, the Apollo 8 was the first crewed spacecraft to leave low Earth orbit and the first human spaceflight to reach the moon.
1: Wow. I learn something every time you write a script. I'm impressed.
0: Yeah. And uh, I guess that wasn't the one where they touched down. That was Apollo...
1: Eleven, I believe.
0: Yeah. Wasn't that the movie with Tom Hanks?
1: That was thirteen.
0: No, that was the one. Where they <laughs>
1: thirteen make it. was the failure. Eleven is I think the successful one.
0: Yeah, that's where they had to like put the ship back together with like a roll of duct tape and three toothpicks and a bar of dial soap.
1: Yeah, they were in what was that? What do you call it? Ingenuity. They got ingenuity they got
0: some of that old <laughs> Ingenuity fashioned American know how.
1: Yeah. This ship has been designated a National Historic Landmark.
0: That is interesting.
1: So, of course, it has ghosts.
0: They all do, because (laughs) as we all know, they're all haunted.
1: Every ship is, apparently. A total of 141 men died aboard the USS Yorktown. So, that's what makes it haunted, I guess. Of
0: course, it's haunted.
1: It's been reported that the staff have observed a lot of activity, including apparitions that are so vivid that they can easily be identified as previous members of her crew. That is very interesting. Almost every part of the ship has had reported activity, even the restrooms. lot of ghosts like to hang out in restrooms? I don't get that.
0: Maybe it's because they got a lot of light switches in there.
1: Do they? More than, than anywhere else in the ship? I don't
0: know. This room seems to have multiple light switches. And so. they're
1: not like when you walk in the door, there's no light switch. You've got to go to the other side of the room. What sense does it somebody- doesn't even
0: work anymore because you <laughs> broke it.
1: I did. Sorry.
0: I'm fixing it. That's another honeydew project. It
1: is. I found a picture that was taken by William Butterfield in August of 2008. It's a picture of the ship's radar room.
0: Hmm. Radar room.
1: The radar room is housed behind a sheet of glass so that you can view the room, but you aren't able to go inside.
0: You know, if they told me I couldn't go inside.
1: You're going I would definitely,
0: I would definitely not go inside. You wouldn't, inside, but, but you, you would want to. You would to. be like, <laughs> just, just, just Jimmy the Lock. Jimmy the Lock. They don't want us in there. There's definitely something cool in there. <laughs>
1: As you can see in that picture, there appears to be a reflection of a man wearing a jacket.
0: It's really impressive, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It almost looks like there's a serviceman standing there and it looks like a service jacket. He's to still me.
1: working. Just yeah. these these ghosts just keep on working apparently.
0: Yeah, it's exactly what I'm not going to do in the afterlife.
1: What are you going to do?
0: I'm going to be up in heaven with Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do.
1: Yeah, but what are you going to do?
0: Well, I guess whatever we do in heaven. <laughs> Probably play music. <laughs>
1: Butterfield claims that he was alone when he took this picture and wasn't wearing a jacket. In August, the temperatures in Charleston get really hot. Yes, they do. Yeah, we know that. So high that no one in their right mind would be wearing a jacket.
0: Except for maybe a woman, because I found that women don't base their attire on the weather or climate that they're in. They just base it on how cute it is.
1: What are you talking about? Are you talking about me? I'm talking
0: about all women.
1: Plus, to me, this looks like a military jacket, don't you think?
0: Yes, that's what I was saying. It does look very military-esque, almost like an officer. Yeah. I don't know what officers look like, so take that with a grain of salt.
1: Are you an officer? I'm a captain. Oh, it's a captain's jacket. i okay. captain,
0: which this I guess sh- is an officer.
1: <laughs> yeah. This ship has a lot of paranormal activity in addition to this, so much so that the executive director of the museum at the time, Mac Burdett, invited the Atlantic Paranormal Society, or TAPS, to investigate the ship. They did their investigation in February of 2012, and you can view this investigation on their episode entitled Haunted by Heroes, which originally aired on May 2nd, 2012. This would be episode 10 from season 8.
0: I haven't seen it, but we need to watch it. Yeah, we should
1: watch it. During their investigation, the museum was closed and all power to the ship was turned off, they split into pairs and searched the ship.
0: Now, I do know that the reason I would assume they turned the power off is because when you're hunting ghosts, you don't want outside interference mm-hmm. like the EMF from electrical wires that these people use detectors. It'll pick that up. Mm. So I'm assuming that's why they killed the power. Either that or they were just trying to make it more creepy.
1: Well, when we did our investigation, they turned off all the lights, too. Well,
0: I thought they did that just to make it scary. <laughs> then again, what you're saying makes a little more sense.
1: They were able to capture full-body apparitions, conversations, laughter, and other unexplained noises. They even had physical contact with the spirit, it seems.
0: That would creep us out, but it's happened to both of us. Mm-hmm.
1: One of the apparitions was seen on the flight deck where a plane had crashed and it killed three crewmen. Ooh. The SCETV crew from PBS toured the ship to do their own investigation from an episode in 2014. When they were touring the ship, they used a laser grid, sort of like we had at the Savannah Theater. Yeah. Remember that? I do. When they went back to look at the video, they found this picture.
0: Now, that picture is super crazy. You can see that black mass with the green lasers Mm -hmm. reflecting off of it and how it sort of streaks. Mm -hmm. They say that that is because of the motion causes the blur where those lasers are at. You can see the still frame, like the un broken lasers are still but if you look at this picture that we're showing you'll see the blur on the figure which indicates movement
1: this is super creepy don't you think
0: there's my word
1: (laughs) you didn't even use it yet today i'm impressed there have been many reports from these tours of activity i think we definitely need to make a road trip it's not that far away
0: that's right we're going to charleston if you can get time off of work, there's exactly two days that we can take a tour on there, and I asked you to check, and you still ain't checked, out. I
1: looked at my schedule for May. I'm good.
0: Okay, so that's going to be the end of the tale for now for the USS Yorktown. So we're going to move this over to the last ship of our story night tonight, and that would be the USS Salem.
1: Is this like Salem, Massachusetts?
0: Yes, it is, actually. Oh, okay. It is located in Quincy, Massachusetts, which is just a short 43 minutes away from the most super haunted place that isn't Savannah, Salem, Massachusetts.
1: You've been there.
0: I have. We're definitely heading to Salem at some point to do some on-site stuff, I hope.
1: Is that the place that you hated driving around?
0: Yeah, because you have to go through Boston. Yeah, yeah. What happened was, is I went there on a business trip, and I had to go to a town called Peabody.
1: Yeah. which everyone is up there. it Peabody?
0: Peabody. Those people up north call it Peabody. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I heard them saying it. Maybe they were speaking a different language. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. The only thing I know about that place is I couldn't pronounce words like they could, and you can't make a left Hot, turn. the, car in the yard. You can't make a left turn anywhere. Oh, really? It's like everything's a right turn. Even the left turns are right turns. Oh, so you
1: have to go right until you go left?
0: Apparently... I don't remember. It's been since
1: 2012. Well, so like, but if we go, we could take an Uber now, right?
0: That's right. And when with you, fuel you prices to... the way they're going up, I bet an Uber would probably be like $500 to go, you know, <laughs> for 30 place minutes. To Maybe we can just get a horse-drawn carriage because apparently Salem is, well, you have to go through. I looked at the map and it looks like Quincy is south of Boston and Salem's north of Boston, which means you have to go through Boston to get to. One or the other. Mm. I do want to go, though. I Again, do too. I think you'd really enjoy it. While I was there, I was only, Peabody is about two minutes away by car from Salem, Massachusetts. So it took you eight minutes. So I, I didn't, well, I did drive. I ran a mm-hmm. car. So yeah, it probably took me like 35 minutes. <laughs> it was a really cool place, including a graveyard that even had pilgrims from the Mayflower. That I sounds that really, yeah, really I cool.
1: want to go see that.
0: Yeah, but as we say, that's a story for a different episode. Back to the USS Salem. This ship was laid down on July 4th, Independence Day, 1945, by the Bethlehem Steel Company's Four River Shipyard in the city that it now resides in, Quincy, Massachusetts. She holds the distinction of never needing to fire her guns in battle, which is fitting as Salem is Hebrew for peace. I didn't know that. Well, now you do.
1: I'm just, I always learn so much.
0: I'm going to post a picture of her seal from 1949, and I think it's really cool. Check it out. Isn't that the most awesome seal that you've ever seen?
1: It is definitely the most awesome seal I've ever seen. Got a
0: witch on it with a cat on her broom and a moon behind her, and it looks so military. (laughs) It's so cool. It is cool. She was decommissioned on January 30th, 1959. That doesn't seem like a very long service life to me. What do you think?
1: No. Yeah.
0: They did survey the ship in 1981 to see about reactivation for service. And even though it was found to be in excellent condition, funding to reactivate Salem wasn't secured from Congress. In October of 1994, the ship was returned to Quincy, Massachusetts, where she is now a museum ship as part of the U.S. Naval Shipbuilding Museum.
1: I didn't know there were so many like ship museums around.
0: It seems like we would know more about it since we literally live right on the ocean.
1: Yeah. Well, all we see is cargo ships out here. One of
0: the biggest ports in America.
1: Yeah, but it's just cargo ships is all we see.
0: Yeah, it is. There are no uh, pirate ships coming by that I've noticed. Oh, we
1: did see a pirate ship we one did time see a clipper in Savannah. ship. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it
0: was there. It was. I'm sorry, we're liars. There are clipper ships. Yeah. There are pirates. Yeah. The Salem houses the USS Newport News Museum as well, and the U.S. Navy SEALs exhibit room, which this sounds like
1: a very so boring awesome. place that you could spend hours, and I would be ready to go.
0: Well, you just don't appreciate history.
1: I do like history. We went to the
0: Smithsonian. Tell them what happened.
1: So we go to the Smithsonian, and it's multiple museums. Like, there's a Smithsonian for everything. So we go. We got four little kids at the time, because this is 2009, and we spent. I think like six hours in one museum because he has done. to read every single placard in the entire place. It was so amazing. And the kids are like, ah, let's yeah. go.
0: And they were all, everyone else is complaining. And I'm like, you're just ruining <laughs> My vacation because <laughs> I want to read. Why did we go to? Washington? That was because of the Spelling Bee. Yes, yeah, so we
1: were, went there for the Spelling Bee. I was wondering why we
0: were there. We need to go again, just me and you. Yes, or the
1: enjoy. kids are old now, so they would appreciate it. Maybe. Yeah,
0: maybe I can make them drive or
1: something. No, we're flying.
0: Well, once we get there.
1: Of course, you well, can use the subway take the, there. You know, what, take the, do they call it the metro there? The metro, well, yeah. That's
0: where they called it the metro.
1: Yeah, we took the metro everywhere.
0: Yeah, back to the Salem. What it did do was house the victims of the 1953 Ionian earthquake, which devastated Greece's west coast. And many think that this is one of the main reasons that the heightened paranormal activity takes place on this vessel. This ship was featured on an episode of Ghost Hunters, and was a haunted location on the TV series Most Terrifying Places on the Travel Channel in 2019. <laughs> People frequently report feelings of paranoia on this ship and even seem to experience hallucinations. Crazy, right?
1: Well, if it was in Colorado, that might make sense, but...
0: And I would be sort of scared. Like, how did we get this old battleship in Colorado? And be like, <laughs> just calm
1: down, <laughs> Man. man.
0: Why you gotta be so harsh and on this?
1: Well, if it was Tybee, that would make even more sense. Yeah, I'd
0: be like, How'd y'all get a battleship up there in the bar anyway?
1: And that would no (laughs) one would question it.
0: No one would even ask me. Oh, I see we got a battleship now. (laughs) That's cool. That goes along with all those flags we got. Makes sense. (laughs) The ghosts of the USS Salem. The mess hall is said to have the most paranormal activity. The hungry. Could be the munchies from hallucinations, (laughs) Nations, in part because it is located directly above the makeshift morgue that at one time held approximately 400 casualties from the Ionian earthquake disaster that I had mentioned earlier. And there is supposedly a young Greek girl that is seen on the ship. I don't know how young, but I know it's probably young enough to terrify you.
1: Not more ghosts of (laughs) children. So... If it's Greece, why are they here?
0: Because the ship was used when there was the earthquake. So they went to go get them. They went to go assist. This ship was used for humanitarian purposes a lot. And that was one of the things. How long did it take
1: to get to Greece from Massachusetts?
0: Probably about. 35, 40 minutes. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I need the answers to these questions. Why do
0: you ask so many if questions?
1: If I was driving it, yeah, maybe 30 or 40 minutes. If it yeah. was you, they'd all be dead by the time you got you'd there. Fly <laughs> past the great ghost.
0: And they'd be like, this thing can't do that. And
1: you'd be like, yeah, It you just can. did. I'll
0: show you. Turbo Tell me charge. I can't. <laughs> Does that come like that? Uh, with a turbocharge?
1: Only on the floor models.
0: <laughs> there is an apparition on the ship that is called the Burning Man. He has been described as smelling of death. Mm. He's thought to have died from burns that were sustained from a broken gas line that had been caused by the earthquake. From what I'd read. Mm. Don't know if that's accurate or not, but we'll go with that. The ship is also described as having a scent of ash by many visitors, which may be in part because of the many fire-related deaths that were on the ship. Sounds like Savannah. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't get away from fires, apparently.
1: fires in every episode now.
0: There's also a story of an apparition that is seen many times in the Anchor Windless room, who has been called John. Original. He will appear to visitors in full human form, <laughs> as John is wont to do.
1: John D. Ghost.
0: John D. Ghostefeller. <laughs> when the ghost hunters visited the ship, in an episode titled Glimmer Men... They identified abnormally high EMF fields that they determined was causing hallucinations and extreme paranoia to those that visit the warship.
1: Glimmer Wait. Man just sounds like a Elton John song or something. Yeah, it?
0: like it was a collaboration Zachary between Man. him and uh, David and Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like,
1: "It's just the Glamour Man." <laughs> hallucinations. What do you
0: say about that? <laughs> Let's write now. Paranoia. About it. We're gonna write now <laughs> about the Glamour Man. It's going to be a a right banger. (laughs) You like that? That's my Englishman impersonation. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's as good as it gets, baby. They also captured EVP recordings on their investigation that sounded like a woman's voice, as well as banging noises, which both sound like they could have been on that album we were just discussing. Yeah,
1: like who would it be?
0: It would have been a Rob Zombie album if it had those noises. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) I can hear it now.
0: Don't do it. But I think some of our listeners probably know what I'm talking about. (laughs) All in all, this sounds like a fitting ship to be near haunted Salem, Massachusetts.
1: So can we go on the ship when we go there? I hope so. It's open still.
0: It should be, unless they're shut down for COVID-related reasons, but who knows. should be
1: open by the time we make it up there.
0: We'll definitely hit this one up if... And when we make our trip there, but we definitely plan on it. I have no idea how close this might be to the Lizzie Borden house. But I was that's just going to say
1: we can just make a trip north and go to a couple different places.
0: That's right. And if any of our listeners are from this area, please let us know.
1: You like the Lizzie Borden house? Is nowhere near there. Now Lizzie idiots. Borden
0: house is in Colorado, <laughs> it's right up by Denver. Don't you
1: know anything?
0: <laughs> so you know what that's going to bring us to? Insert graphic here. What, what we're, we're watching. watching. So this week. We decided to go back to a horror comedy, as that is by far our favorite genre.
1: I did let you write the script, but I did not let you pick the movie this time.
0: A wise decision.
1: So I picked one, and it's called Extraordinary, or Extraordinary, however you want to say it.
0: Well, it's actually Extraordinary, but then at the end of the movie, they tell you why. It's called Extraordinary instead of Extraordinary.
1: Well, you can say it either way.
0: You can if you want to do it wrong.
1: I'll say it Extraordinary. Okay. And well, it's from two thousand nineteen, and it is a horror comedy, like you said, more on yeah. the comedy, less on horror.
0: We're sticking out of America one more time. Where's this one come from? Ireland Ireland. I guess that's fitting for Savannah, though, right?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of Irish Catholics here. yeah we're not at why do they have to
0: be Catholics? Why can't they just be Irish?
1: All Irish people are a Catholic. They're just born that way.
0: It's like my race, yes, you know, I'm it Irish is Catholic.
1: it is like you know, we have friends who are Irish and Catholic, and some people are just Catholic, but they may not even go to the church, but they're Catholic,
0: yeah, it's more like, you're born that way I'm born a Catholic, yeah, <laughs> this film also stars Will Forte, which is one of my favorite comedians,
1: yeah, he's hilarious, yeah,
0: and this one he's a villain, and as my wife said, we really enjoyed his performance. Yeah. The basic premise of this movie is there's a lady who has a driving school, and her name is Rose Dooley. She lives alone in Ireland and has the gift, or as the movie calls it, the talents of being able to send spirits into the afterlife that haven't been able to cross over.
1: In a really gross way.
0: Oh, it's very gross. She's, I can look
1: every time. Is that what I man.
0: thought when they said, don't worry about it. I'm like, there's a place they could probably go with this that would be far more disturbing. But <laughs> thankfully, they did not. She's scared to use her powers, though, as her father was a prominent parapsychologist that she believes she killed through her misuse of her powers. Well, she
1: did, but it was yeah. funny.
0: <laughs> Will Forte's character, Christian Winner, is a washed-up, one-hit wonder musician that is trying to make a deal with the devil in order to get his career back on track. And the only way to do so is to...
1: Sacrifice a virgin, of course. Of
0: course. Rose is called by Martin Martin, (laughs) a man who is haunted by the spirit of his dead wife. She's funny. Oh, yes. He wants Rose's help to get her out of his life. As she wreaks havoc on him with her overbearing attention all the time,
1: yeah, like she's still picking out his shirts and throwing away donuts so he can't eat them and stuff. Hit him in the head with closet yeah, doors because he and was going to wear a different shirt. <laughs> she like she had already like laid that. out the shirt she yeah. wanted him to wear.
0: So Martin's daughter is sick of all this going on by her dead mother's ghost, mm-hmm. and she threatens to move out. He makes a call to Rose. Christian tracks down a virgin. And it just so happens to be Martin's daughter. The rest of the movie deals with him trying to get her for a sacrifice and what Martin and Rose have to do to try to save her. This movie is completely (laughs) bonkers. This is my favorite part. There's one scene in the movie where there's a girl just floating down the road in the air, just floating down the road directly up. And the music makes you think that this is a humongous car chase scene. There are two cars right behind her. And it's like they're playing this ominous horror music. And it's big. And it's dramatic. And then all of a sudden, it's like the camera flashes to an outside angle of the car looking down at the girl floating and the two cars behind her.
1: And Brett's driving.
0: Yeah. And I'm, well, even more so than me. The cars are going like five miles an hour. She's just floating slowly down the road. The music is done. And it's just that scene to me was the funniest thing in the whole movie. Yeah. I, I love that. Uh, you you really just yeah. have to watch this movie to understand why. It, it I I rather enjoyed it and it's crazy stuff like that that makes me appreciate horror comedy.
1: Yeah, it had some really like laugh out loud moments, which I don't yeah. normally do. And I I just found yeah. a couple and it's not even like really over the top stuff. It's just Well, there's a
0: few over the top scenes. No,
1: that is. I'm not I'm talking about the funny parts is like yeah. it's just like when she answers the phone and she's trying to sound cute. Yeah. And she's like, Hello
0: yeah. and oh, had a frog in my
1: throat. It was just funny to me. We can't tell you anything else because you've got to watch it to see the ending. It's funny. Yes. And wow. kind of disturbing. Yeah. Yes, In several
0: different ways, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. And the very end of it was hilarious. Like the, the last few lines of <laughs> yes, the movie. Yes. It's, it's going to be like a happy ending. And yeah. Then
1: you're like, yeah, I love the ending.
0: Yeah, what? Yeah. But you'll have to watch it to understand it. So, Crystal, what's your rating on our scale of 1 to 12 dog treats and why?
1: I would actually give it 10 out of 12.
0: That's high praise coming from you.
1: Hey, first is the runtime was awesome. It was a one hour, 36 minutes. I think you should stop
0: basing your movie decisions off runtime. It's important to people
1: like me. There are others out there like that. Trust me. If you tell someone they got to watch a three hour movie, turn them off right away.
0: I'm going to offend a lot of people right now with what I'm about to say. but Don't say it. Just bleep this out. The new Batman movie was.
1: It was. See, Uh, you you get me.
0: It could have been so much better if they just edited it. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they felt they need so much brooding and stuff.
1: Runtime was great on this movie. It was very funny. There, it was like a lot of dry humor in some parts. My kind of humor. Yeah, I like it. The the main character woman. Yeah, she was like dry humor.
0: It's the kind of humor that. Most people, they don't even get. Yeah, it goes over people's heads. So they don't find head. it funny because they don't even get it. Yeah. And it's like that next level highbrow humor, you know, which I've known for around these parts.
1: Yeah, and it had a really cool story, you know. It was, a, it was unique. It was, it was sort of unique, and the ending was a bit disturbing but funny, and the very end was funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think
0: I'm ready to go home now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I would definitely recommend watching this one, yeah. and I give it 10 out of 12, so...
0: Okay, well, I really enjoyed the movie as well. So, my rating is going to be 10.25 stars out of 12 dog treats.
1: That's does I
0: don't know what the conversion rate is. It's like euros are here and then dog treats are here and then American dollars. And it's just like one time.
1: They're all arbitrary anyway.
0: Arbitrary numbers that mean nothing to anybody. 10.25 is my rating. And the reason I give it that is because it has Will Forte. Like Crystal said, it has a bunch of really dry humor, but these lines hit really well. It's well written. It's got the the opening intro where it's like a VHS cassette yeah. playing. I and was like, start "What is this?" About hauntings. Says, I, I can't even say it because I don't want to ruin it yeah. for you. You got to go watch it. But it's it's just a lot of very funny scenes. How
1: often do you hear me laugh at a movie?
0: I don't hear you laugh very often. Just
1: period. <laughs> like, yeah, as you do. I'm laughing now.
0: It's only because I'm so funny and you can't help yourself.
1: What I'm saying is, usually we're movie. watching movies and it's kind of funny and you're laughing and I'm just like, hmm.
0: And I'll find memes on my phone and we'll be sitting on the couch and I'll just die laughing. I I'll have to, to mute her.
1: the TV so I can't, or I'll have to pause the TV because I can't hear it. I love memes. Because he's laughing hysterically. And then I
0: show it to her and she's just like, I'm waiting for her to see the one that I know <laughs> that's going to be funny. And she's like... <laughs>
1: Well, that one, that is humorous. The thing you showed me the other day was pretty funny. It
0: was hilarious. Yeah. We can't talk about it. We can't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's going to bring us to the part of our show that we like to call Layla Layla and and Coffee Talk. Talk. So, Crystal, please tell me, what have these wild and woolly beasts been up to this week?
1: Well, since I had a day off, they've been helping me out in the yard by getting in the way. I got two new outdoor rugs to go out there, and every time I try to move the rug, coffee's standing on it, so I can't move it. It's important. Yeah, and like if you tell she Layla, she does good work. Yeah, she she does great work. If you tell Layla to move, she understands that and she moves it immediately oh, no, out of call, the way. Coffee understands. <laughs> coffee's like, okay, I'll come closer to you, but Would I'm not you want me moving stand on this rug, Daddy. And we also like broke out their bandanas so they'd be all cute for the spring.
0: Yeah, that lasted about ten minutes. Hey, yeah. check this picture out.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we put a blue bandana on coffee and a yellow one on Layla, and within five minutes, coffee had well, already taken Layla's.
0: Actually, we put a yellow bandana and a blue bandana on the floor. It's just we <laughs> had, you know, a conveyance system that was canine that put them there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. so they didn't want to be cute. Layla loves to be cute. If you, yeah. like, put a bandana on her, she'll she never take it you off. To
0: tell her how pretty yeah, she she's is. Yeah,
1: she's like, she loves it, but coffee, coffee. They, they play fight. Yeah. And coffee's goal is to take off whatever is on Layla's neck—if it's her collar yeah. or if it's a bandana—and then she wins, and then she she's done.
0: That's how she fights. Yeah. It's like when she takes it; it's like uh, flag football. Yeah. Once you pull the pulled bandana the or the collar off, she pulled Layla's collar off so hard that apparently she snapped her name tag I off.
1: I know, and her name tag was a gift from a friend of ours yeah, many well, years ago, and you had to go out there and find it in the I yard. I was
0: digging through dirt with yeah. my fingers <laughs> and turning rocks over, and then eventually these rugs she just talked about, uh, she yeah, put the, like old the old ones over out. the fence because we were going to throw them away, and I told her I just remembered when I was doing the honey do list, helping her move a picnic <laughs> table, that I had seen it out of the corner of my eye, and we went, and lo and behold, in the rugs that she's going to toss out, there was with the tag, So I cleaned it up, got an industrial strength snap ring to hold it to her collar. And now it's still going to get lost in the yard because <laughs> coffee just pulls the entire collar Is off. she wearing it now? She is. Oh, good. If you want to find out more about the show, you can find us on social media on every platform. Look for the user at Scary Savannah. Like I said earlier, please go rate our show. It really helps. If you go to our website and click on the reviews tab, it takes you to a place where you can go leave reviews. If you do that, we'll send you a free sticker. Just send us a message on the contact page and let us know you did it as long as it's a good review. <laughs> if it's a bad review, I might not send a sticker, but, you know, I do appreciate your feedback either way. I don't. Please don't. I <laughs> don't want to. Please she don't. loves our friends. I'm very sensitive. She is very sensitive. I don't know if she could handle it. You can visit our website at scarysavannahandbeyond.com. Please go buy Crystal A Coffee at the link down here on the bottom left. You'll see it on our webpage. Just go click on it and you can get her a coffee and everybody's going to be happy. She can keep Layla and Coffee Talk full on the mug. And speaking of the mug, we have a April merch giveaway that we're going to be doing at the end of this month on our first episode in May. Please go to our website, look at the tab for giveaway, and you can enter going there, answering three very easy, simple questions. And you can have your choice of either the original Scary Savannah and Beyond coffee mug, the updated and fancy Layla and Coffee Talk mug, or a t-shirt in your choice of size and color. We would also love it if you could go check out our Patreon and maybe support us there for as little as $3 a month at patreon.com forward slash scary Savannah. We're working on some exclusive content that will be up hopefully soon that uh, our Patreon subscribers will be able to see. You can also buy our merchandise at our store. You just go click the store tab on our website and we have a few more of the scary Savannah 20 coupons left. Get you 20% off on all the cool stuff we got like hats and shirts and shoes and mouse pads and
1: the backpack you got is cool.
0: And my backpack. I love my backpack. I carry around all my musical gear in it. it's really cool. I guess that's going to leave us with just the one last thing.
1: Join us next time in Savannah where the ghosts and the good times live on.
0: But you know who don't live on?
1: John, on that ship.
0: Oh, he's a sly one, ain't he?
1: Still carrying around his wrench? You see my wrench? <laughs>